Bidzy's Small Business Society, number 176. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Barisoff. We talk to entrepreneurs and small business owners about what it takes to succeed as a small business owner. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers post projects for free in any of over 100 categories, including all types of home renovation, landscaping, cleaning services, photography, and many, many more. Now, if you're a business, Bidzy.com is a great way to find new customers because you are automatically notified each time a customer posts a project in your subscribed categories. So for example, let's say you own a roofing company and a customer posts a project in our roofing category. You are automatically notified via email or text and you can submit a bid at bidzy.com or use our internal chat system to introduce yourself to the customer and give them reasons why they should use you to complete their project. Monthly subscriptions start at $14.99. That's $14.99 per month for unlimited access to new customers and unlimited bidding at bidzy.com. Email rob at bidzy.com for more details or start your 30-day free trial now at bidzy.com. Welcome to this episode of Bidzy Small Business Society. Today I am joined by Jenny Fennig. Jenny is an entrepreneur, certified coach, spiritual brand strategist, yogi, wife, mother, and best-selling author of the book, Get Gutsy. While working her high-paying and prestigious corporate job in New York City, Jenny started looking for more freedom, more flexibility, more fun, and more, I quote, fabulousness. And with that, (laughs) she quit her job and journeyed into the entrepreneurial unknown where she has since built a profitable, thriving online business, serving and coaching women from all over the world. Jenny shares even more wisdom on the Get Gutsy podcast, which you can find at jennyfennig.com or in iTunes. Welcome, Jenny. Glad we could connect today. Can you first tell us more about yourself than about what projects you're working on today? Yeah, thanks so much for having me here. I'm excited to be on your show, Rob. Uh, so yeah, you pretty much nailed it with that with that intro. Uh, before I became an entrepreneur, you know, I I was in the corporate world in New York City, just thinking that that was like the dream, right? Like just doing it, uh, doing what I thought I, I was blessed and gifted to do. And then I realized pretty quickly that I, there was a big world out there and I, I just wanted to experience more of it. I didn't want to be stuck in somebody else's office for the vast majority of my waking hours. And so I, I think I won't even say like I found entrepreneurship. It found me, you know, I realized like, wow, this, this is, this is awesome. And it feels really good to, to be, um, living a, non-traditional life, if you will, and raising our kids like that too. So I have three kids They're They inspire me to, you know, think critically and keep my mind open and, and not be so rigid in my plans. I, you know, there's that saying like when, um, man or, or woman plans and God laughs, you know, it's that whole thing like, well, I have this plan and it's going to happen this way. And what I've learned with entrepreneurship and with parenting and pretty much just life is that, yeah, it's great to have a vision and a plan 
but to not get so like rigid and myopic on the plan where you, you miss out on just what is and what the lesson of, of this whole deal is. <laughs> yeah. One thing that never changes is that there's always going to be change, right? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Especially when you throw kids in the mix, it's like, they're not just like mini me's, you know, like they have their own, um, they have their own karma, their own dharma. They have their, their own stuff that they're here to learn and they're here to teach. And so, you know, as I said, have said yes to parenthood, my job is to, you know, fully embrace that even when some of the lessons are inconvenient for me. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, Jenny, you left your six figure corporate gig. You left the high rise apartment in New York City. Wow. Like this is the rest of the world to a lot of us. So why? What was happening around you that you saw as an opportunity to instead help women become better versions of themselves in both business and in life? Yeah, I I simply had hit this wall. Like I felt like I had achieved all the things that I wanted to achieve and was told I should achieve and I just wasn't happy. You know, and prior to have, you know, having crossed that like magical six-figure mark that, you know, just seems like, "Oh my god, six figures, six figures." Prior to having done that, I literally remember journaling and I like kept the journal for a long time. I might still have it somewhere that was like, "Once I, you know, make $100,000, like everything's going to be awesome." And I once I I did. I like did that. I, I I accomplished that and was still in the corporate space. And I remember feeling like defeated, like disappointed because my issues were still the same issues. You know, like you might take the money conversation out of the conversation. Like, okay, I could go buy what I wanted. I could go on vacations wherever I wanted, all that kind of stuff. That was great. But if you're still, if you're having an issue in a relationship, it's still going to be there. Sure. If your health that is romantic in it. idea of success, right? Like exactly. And so it was this whole thing of like, oh my gosh, this is not the only way, and it might not be the way for me and for my wiring and for what I'm here to accomplish. So I um, chose at that point to to train to become a yoga teacher. I was like super <laughs> disillusioned with the corporate world. And so I thought, well, I don't, I, there's something about yoga that makes me feel great. I make better decisions. I think I'm a better person when I'm practicing yoga. And so, you know, the way I can go deeper into that is just to train to become a teacher. Uh, I didn't know what I was going to do with that. I just thought this will be a pretty cool experience for me to be like a student, you know, like that kind of a student, because you're always a student in a yoga class. But if I was training to become a teacher, maybe something interesting would happen. And so it was during that process that I finally got the courage up to quit my job um, without another job. It wasn't like, oh, I have this other job now, or I didn't know I was going to be an entrepreneur. I hadn't yet discovered the field of coaching, which is what I do now. I mean, that's very much my entire business is built around that. And I, in fact, have my own coaching school now. I actually train people, spiritual, um, you know, light workers, both women and men, mostly women, but we have some awesome men who are coming into our doors now actually train people to become coaches, either life coaches, career coaches, you know, wellness coaches, like spiritual coaches, whatever they want to call themselves. But it was during that time where I kind of just felt like I just blew up my life. I was like, I'm just going to blow up everything that I know and just follow the call of my soul, listen to my gut, trust it. And, and that's just what I've done. And it's been amazing. It's absolutely been amazing. Um, after I had my first uh, child in New York, about a year and a half into that, being a new parent, I realized, hey, we don't even need to live in New York anymore. You know, for a lot of people, they love New York. It's a great city. I'm super pumped to have lived there for 11 years. It, it taught me how to advocate for myself, taught me how to negotiate, taught me how to just be, you know, be a woman. 
And um, about a year and a half after I became a parent, I realized, you know what? We actually don't even need to live here. And we don't even need to live in the tri-state area, which is where a lot of people move. You know, if they decide New York City isn't a fit for them, you know, if if, after they have kids, because it's just, you don't get a lot of space, you know? Um, be an entrepreneur means that you can freaking call your own shots. You can do what you want to do. You can go live where you want to live. And because I was building a business almost exclusively online, you know, a vast, vast percentage of our revenue comes from the online uh, space, then I could go live where I wanted to live. We could go live where we felt like our family could be best served and could best grow. And so we moved from New York City to um, a, a small but gorgeous area of Western Massachusetts called the Berkshires. And we've been here for more than six years now and this is where my business has grown we're now in the multiple six figures now and and I just feel like my most creative work has been done here um, I, I have space I can breathe uh, my family can roam it's very safe and I just it, it's just spectacular to, 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 to realize that there are lots of paths there are a lot of paths it's very yogic in it's in its thinking you know there's many paths we're all going to the same place right we're all going home we're all going back home eventually but there's many paths to get there and so if our listeners, like you dear listener out there, if the path you're on right now isn't working, just know there are others. Jenny, you are just spreading a, totally a, a message filled with positivity. I can feel it. I can hear it. Appreciate the enthusiasm. And again, that, uh, that positivity. But I, you know, I hate to, to, to sort of flip this. I, I want to get further into your head and maybe into the heads of some of the small business society right now who might be struggling in that corporate position. What, what was really keeping you down and what was keeping you unhappy? And when did that light bulb go off for you to finally make that decision? Talk to that person who is sitting on the cusp right now where you were. Yeah. You know, the, the big thing for me is I felt trapped. I felt really trapped. I felt like I got to show up to this place five days a week. My last job, the office environment itself was like depressing. It was not anywhere near to my design aesthetic. Like I'm very into visual. I'm very into vibe, energy, all of it. I was like, this is the most boring kind of- Just gray ugly, and fluorescent just lights. Just yeah. the gray cubicles, fluorescent lights. Like the chairs were falling apart. Like we had this place in the office that was like the chair cemetery. Cause like all the chairs <laughs> that were like going to die would like, go to die there. And like the chairs were fucking uncomfortable. I'm sorry. I just dropped an no F bomb there. <laughs> and I was just like, I can't even be comfortable in my seat here. And they, and there was no care for that. It was no like, well, whatever. Just go get another uncomfortable chair until that one falls apart. And so I remember one of the first things I did when I like went out on my own was I bought like a thousand dollar Herman Miller Aeron chair and I'm still sitting in it. You know, it's like <laughs> I bought this chair in late 2007, maybe early 2008. And I'm this is the same chair. It's an amazing chair. I feel very comfortable in my chair. So I just remember feeling trapped. Like the decisions were not any of the decisions I would be making. I wasn't inspired by the leadership. I was learning about things that how I didn't want to be more so than how I did want to be. And I felt like there was so much of the world that I wanted to see. And yet I had to try to fit it in into like, you know, weekends or long weekends, or maybe I could, you know, steal away for two weeks if I got like special, special permission to do that. And, uh, that just wasn't going to work for me. It wasn't going to work for me. I saw the bigger picture. Um, I was dealt a blow when I was a teenager and my 12 year old sister died from brain cancer. And so, you know, I just know, I know things, I know things, you know, maybe some things that people haven't had to experience yet. Um, I have experienced them and I'm not going to just, you know, clock in, clock out and, you know, be that quote, good girl following all the rules when I know that there, there had to be a better way. I just, that's what, that was the overriding message that I kept getting in my head. 
there's got to be a better way. This can't be it. (laughs) This can't be it. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. And a lot of your message revolves around that flexibility and that freedom. Now, Jenny, I just want to say thanks for sharing that personal story. I'm not going to insert any narrative there. And feel free to drop as many F-bombs as you like. Happy to give this thing an explicit rating if necessary. Sometimes it's like it's necessary. I don't know if you yeah. ever watched Tony Robbins that his the new documentary I am not your guru. I haven't seen it yet. It's on my list. Yeah, I oh need my to gosh. watch it. Yeah. It's- so good. He drops a lot of F-bombs in that. And he does it's like for, for effect, you know, like it really does get people's attention. I don't even do it like intentionally necessarily. Just sometimes it's like, rah, you know, there's that like that anger or that force or that energy that just needs to come through. But yeah, one definitely go see that, that, that movie. I am not your guru. Sometimes it just needs uh, to be said to drive the point home. Now, Jenny, besides the thousand dollar chair, what are your other rewards? Why is it so great to be Jenny Fennig? Wow. Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> well, you know, I'm sitting in this space. That I We had this, um, this my office, I call it the Sunshine Studio. I had it actually built from scratch a few years back because it didn't exist in the house. When we moved here, I was moving, I was working like a spare bedroom of the house. And after a while, I was like, this isn't working for me. Um, I think deep down as a woman, I also felt like my family was growing and I didn't know it at the time, but I had like a third baby on the horizon. At that point, I had like two kids after we got here. I was pregnant with the second we moved and another baby was meant to come through and join our family. And so the room that I was working in was became her room, you know, and it was as we embarked on this construction project, addition project on the house, I got pregnant with her and I'm literally in a room that didn't exist a few years ago. Like we, we added it to the house. And so my creations come through this space. It's, it's like my soul exploded in this room. You know, that's how it feels in here. And I love it. And my kids, you know, we have a playroom that is like, you open the door and it's like the base level of our house is like where the kids go and explore and they make things and they create things. And you know, what's so awesome is that we can really, I can create my schedule around my kids' needs. And as they have grown, they're seven, five, and two now, like their needs are different now than they were six months ago and two years ago. And I didn't know that. Like, I didn't know how that was going to be. I just felt like that was another piece when I was in corporate. I knew I wanted to become a mother and I wasn't one yet, but I felt very distinctly, I'm not going to be able to be the kind of mother I want to be in this environment. Not that there's anything wrong with that environment. And if you want to be there, and I know, gosh, corporations have a place in this world. And for many people, it's the best place for them. For me, I just felt very intuitively that it was not going to work for me. And so what's so awesome about being an entrepreneur and working from home and just calling my own shots is that, you know, when my kids need extra support in some way or I need to modify my schedule, I can. I don't have to ask permission. In fact, my clients freaking love it. You know, my students are like, oh, that's so awesome that you're going to do X, Y, and Z. That's so awesome that you're taking, you know, pretty much the entire month of August off to go on vacations with your family. And we just have set up systems. I have a great team now. This is the dream for me. Absolutely. Shout out to Elaine, part of your team. She put this conversation together, Jenny. So that's great. Now you talked uh, earlier about karma. You're talking about Dharma. You're talking about intuition. A lot of this, I think you could sum up with the word yoga. Can you talk more about why that's so important to your message, your business, your clients, your life, Jenny? Yeah. Well, yoga is really a pathway to the truth. Um, It's more than just asana. 
so for, for all of your listeners, it's not just like, oh, you can contort yourself into a pretzel or you can do like warrior one or warrior two or triangle, you know, some of the poses that a lot of people, they just think, oh, yoga is like the exercise, you know, it's the physical postures, but that's just one element of it. Yoga is the ability to, you know, see the truth, really live in it. And embrace that even when it's hard, even when it's not what you thought it was going to be, which is kind of how we started this conversation that, you know, you make plans and God laughs sort of thing. And so can you sit with that? Can you see what's going on? Can you observe without getting like triggered? Can you um, manage the fluctuations of the mind? And what I have learned about entrepreneurship especially is that nothing will test you quite so much, you know, other than the parenting and perhaps, you know, partnership like marriage. Because <laughs> I'm in all of those. So I like I am in it. So the yoga is that practice to come back and say, you know, I'm just going to sit in this. I'm going to sit in the sensation. I'm going to sit in the discomfort and I'm still going to be okay. I'm still going to be okay. I don't have to like go down the train to crazy town. I don't have to listen to those monkeys that are in my mind right now saying, you can't do this. You're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're not old enough. You're not experienced enough. You're not whatever enough. Because deep down, we all have it. We all have that feeling that somehow we're not good enough. I don't care what gender you are, how old you are, how much, quote, success you've had. Deep down, we have that place inside of us, right, Rob? I'm not good enough. Somehow my podcast isn't good enough. My program isn't good enough. Um, you know, whatevs. And so the the pathway to yoga is to just strip all of that away and realize that we are enough. We have enough just by the simple, the, the sheer fact that we're alive. That's enough. And so for me, the yoga, I mean, I forget every day. You know, I forget every day that I'm enough and we try to overcompensate and, you know, do we exhaust ourselves and we get overwhelmed and, and it's just the yoga allows me to strip all that away and just come back to this place of like, I am enough. And so I invite all of our listeners to like, you know, all your listeners to check that out. Like, you know, whether go to a yoga class, you know, just try, try some meditation. There's a great app you can put on your phone called the Insight timer app. Um, I think it's free or maybe it's like a dollar or something like that. Insight, I-N-S-I-G-H-T, timer. Um, and the more that I kind of commit to the spiritual growth path, um, the more that my business grows. It's really awesome. And so for me, yoga is like the ultimate spiritual growth path because I just show up and it's not about competition. When you go, if you do practice asana, nobody freaking cares if you can do the headstand to the this to that because it's just really about you and your mat. And that, you know, coming from somebody like me who was always like pretty competitive and wanted to be the best and wanted to get straight A's. And if I didn't, then somehow I wasn't quote good enough, right? Uh, the yoga for me was like, oh, wow, there's another way. Just strange how that happens when you get your head right and all of the other aspects of your life start falling into place, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, Absolutely. I just love the quotes, Jenny, sit in the discomfort and know that you're going to be okay. Great, great stuff. Yeah. Now, we're talking about competition. I'm going to jump ahead here a little bit. I want to ask, do you love to win or hate to lose and why? I know. I love that question. <laughs> and it's like, wow, I'm not quite sure how to answer it. I mean, absolutely. I love winning. I always love that. Losing for me was like pretty freaking brutal back in the day. But honestly, where I am now is like, fail. there's really no such thing as failure. And it's like for many people, they see losing as failure. It's, it's all data. You know, it's all data. Winning is data, quote, losing is data. For me, when you're not trying, 
you know, that's when you lose. If you got out there and you freaking did your best, then you didn't lose, right? It was all just data. And so the next time you're going to, you're going to maybe approach it from a different angle. You're going to fuel better. You're going to work on your mindset, all those kinds of things. So I appreciate both. Good stuff. Leave it all out there, right? Now let's talk more about your business, your clients. What's been most effective in really engaging with them and growing that audience? And I want you to help the aspiring entrepreneur understand a few things about gaining some traction in what seems like a really noisy and a really cluttered marketing and social media landscape, Jenny. Yeah. Yeah. So getting traction is all about what I call flying your freak flag. You have got to be uniquely you. You don't have to try to be like somebody else or emulate somebody else or um, be like a me too. Me too's are boring. Carbon copies are boring. Vanilla is boring. You know, <laughs> it's a great flavor, but because um, I, you know, personally appreciate the, 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 the flavor of vanilla. It's not a knock on it, but in the marketplace, it doesn't play very well. And so you want to embrace that, that unique thing. Like even the pieces of you that you say, oh my gosh, if somebody knew that I liked this or like to wear that <laughs> or said this word, they would think I'm a freak. I'm blushing like, right a- now just thinking about all of mine. So <laughs> Exactly, right? That's exactly what you want to, that's what you want to focus on. You know, and for me, it's like, again, like I am this spiritual woman and I, in the corporate world, I wasn't, I didn't even know that because I was like, you know, pushing it down. I wasn't sure about all this stuff, you know, all this wisdom that I had inside of me or these, these like interests that I had. But as I, you know, do my own thing and I don't have to get permission to do, say what I want to say and, um, put, you know, put my point of view out there. I've realized that the more you kind of bring like your unique sauce, your glitter, your spice, your concoction, your unique blend, that is when your people just show up and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm into that too. Because we all deep down think that like, we're the only one who likes this. And we start feeling that, that like that loneliness vibe. Like I'm all alone in this. I'm so weird. I'm so whatevs. And the more that you just say, I'm just going to put it out there and trust that you are going to magnetize those who, who can resonate, who can vibe on what you're putting out there. And you will absolutely repel those who are not into what you're talking about, who are not into what you're selling. And I want everybody to realize that that's a good thing. A lot of my students who come through our coaching school or who have, you know, come through different offerings of mine, my mastermind or what have you, or just in our tribe, you know, we have a a Facebook group and just, we offer it up to our community. Uh, They will like freak out when they get their first hater or they get that person who like sends the mean spirited email or who like whatever you know, just does something that hurts their feelings. And I actually say to them, celebrate that. That means you're doing your job. (laughs) You need to help. Yeah, absolutely. And just use social media. You know, I'm a big fan of social media. I'm really up in there. And you you don't have to be a master of like, you know, 25 different platforms. Like there's so many out there now in the market. You know, pick like two or three, um, be really amazing at one of those. Like for us, it's Facebook, like it's Facebook. That's where we are. Like we just rock that thing out. And there's more that I could learn about it for sure. We've gotten into Facebook ads this year. That's been really, really awesome for our business. Um, and then we've gotten into Instagram and I also have presence on LinkedIn, like those three, I'm like, that's, that's my thing. And then I just like, I really double down in those areas. And I speak the language of those particular platforms because each social media platform is like, 
its own vibe. You know what I mean? Like Facebook has its own thing and Twitter has its own energy and Instagram has its own. And so for everybody, like use social media, but use it intelligently. It's not a one size fits all model for each platform. Like they are, it's like one feels like a party. One feels like a conference. One feels like a (laughs) art gallery. And so you want to kind of understand how they play. Those can be hugely powerful for growing your business. Like you have to be on social media. You just don't need to be everywhere. Great stuff. Great advice. Now, Jenny, I think we might be channeling a little bit of Seth Godin in some of our conversations so far, but are there any other influencers that you follow online or otherwise for your own motivation and inspiration? Oh, absolutely. Well, I'm a big fan of podcasts. Go figure. I'm really (laughs) pumped to be on your show. And I have my own podcast too, which is called Get Gutsy. So for me, like I listen to my, the influencers typically through podcasts because it's such a great medium. You know, you can listen on the go. I go for hikes and I'm like listening to my favorite podcasts. So I, um, I really enjoy you know, when I listen to like every single week, no question, Joel Osteen, like he's not quote a business guy, but he's grown a thriving, thriving enterprise. He serves millions and millions of followers around the world. And his is really about motivation. Like when you kind of start hitting up against those upper limits, which we have in business, right? Uh, I listen to his podcast and I'm like, okay, just keep going. Don't listen to the detractors. Just keep going. Like keep my eye on the prize. So that one is like really, really critical for me. I also listen, like my original mentor was Allie Brown and I credit her so much for getting me to this point. She exposed me to online marketing. She taught me about, you know, the ins and outs of entrepreneurship when I was like that newer coach. And so she has a podcast called Glambition Radio. I listened to that one. The popular right. one. Yeah. yeah, I love Allie. Like she was one of my like originals. And then my coach now is Jennifer Kem. Um, and she's brilliant. Like she's done marketing campaigns for like Steve Hart. RV, um, big names, Lisa Nichols, really in that coaching, that kind of motivational space. And she's a master at marketing, like just super brilliant, um, fills in my gaps around some of the, you know, the, the, um, analysis and the testing. And one of the things that I, that she has reminded me of is that, you know what, we're not going to be good at everything. And what you want to do is you want to hire for and fill in your gaps, And so for me, I look for mentors on the journey who fill in my gaps. Um, Gabby Bernstein is somebody who I've learned from, you know, really a spiritual teacher. And this will change. This will evolve over time as I, you know, strengthen some of those gaps and, and account for them, like hire for them. I'll have new gaps that will emerge. And that's something that I want all the listeners to take in, you know, is there's that another saying is new level, new devil. And so as you get to a new level on your journey, you're going to have new challenges, new opportunities to, to play with and to really rise up to. So when you get to that point, just know you don't have to do it alone. And there's people out there who can help you. Great resources there. Love it. Thank you so much for those. Now I'm going to shift a little bit. What are you doing to wind down after a long or stressful day, Jenny? Uh, water therapy water therapy for sure, like shower or bath, um, pretty much every night. And I also use like a salt scrub, um, salt scrubs, like help clear energy. Like I do a lot of energy work, you know, with my, my people, like I do a lot of their channeling or meditations and it's very easy to like take on other people's stuff right? You're like, Oh my gosh, they're having a hard time. Like I should be having a hard time. And no, that's not your job. So, uh, I do a lot of energy clearing. So salts are great for clearing in the bath. Now we're starting to use like Epsom salt baths. There's magnesium in there. I'm realizing like what what my body needs, especially as I'm, you know, I'm 39. I'm going to be turning 40 next year. My body's different than it was at 18. 
you know, at 30. And so kind of looking at my nutritional needs, looking at um, homeopathy and, you know, reading, spending time with my kids, doing like dinner, bedtime. And, you know, I go to bed usually pretty early because I'm wiped. And so it's just honoring that rhythm, knowing I don't have to push through my first few years in business. I, I'd work late a lot of nights and I'm just, I'm kind of over that. <laughs> I'm kind of over that now. I want, I want that life. So I also do a lot of reading and the reading just, just brings me to that, back to that place of, I love to read. I learn. I love to write. I've got a lot more books in me. And so it's just quiet time, a lot of quiet time. Awesome. Yeah. We'll talk about that book in a second. I want you to first boil this thing down for us. What is the one thing you want to leave with our listeners about getting gutsy, following their passions and living their dreams, Jenny? You get one life. One. One. Don't live somebody else's version of your life. Be willing to take chances. Be willing to make moves. Trust that it often does feel lonely and that's okay. It doesn't mean that it's wrong. All right. So be around people who get it. Yes, the the quest itself can feel lonely, but it feels lonelier when you're like, nobody else is doing what I'm doing. Nobody else seems to understand what is going on inside of me. That's why I've created community. You know, all of my, my programs have communities attached to them. And so everybody just find that community. Know that fear is simply an indicator that you're moving into some new terrain. And so when you feel fear, that shouldn't like freak you out and take you out of the process, but simply to, to look at that with uh, curious eyes and say, oh, wow, isn't this exciting? <laughs> Love it. Love it so yeah. much. You've only got one life, guys. Live it. That's what you're saying, Jenny. Just live your life. Now, if people want to learn more about you, your business, they want to get their hands on your book or listen to your podcast, where can they find you? Yeah. Wow. I love that. Well, the best spot is if people want to just like come and be a part of our um, community, you can just go to gutsygalaxy.com. You know, that's a, a link to just come in. And I talked about this free Facebook group. It's just this great community where we have these conversations and you'll really get a sense of what we're all about. Um, also a great resource just to get y'all moving because, you know, marketing is that, I mean, that you have to be a marketer. You know, if you're going to grow your business, like marketing is a big piece of that. And so I have this, uh, this really is one page PDF. It's like really beautiful and simple. And it's like a marketing puzzle. We call it a sacred marketing Give it to puzzle. us, Jenny. <laughs> yeah. So jennyfennick.com slash puzzle is where y'all can grab that jennyfennick.com slash puzzle. And so once you're in that, you know, once you're in my world, we'll stay in touch with you. You can find my podcast on iTunes is called get gutsy. The, that's a, the name of the book is get gutsy. That's on Amazon. Like what I've found was that my umbrella, like the brand just really came from me claiming that like that was our rally cry for the tribe. It was just get gutsy. And so for y'all who are building your tribe out there, like what is your rally cry? What is that thing that you'd want to see printed on mugs, shirts, uh, the names of programs? Like my coaching school is called get gutsy coach training school. And it really came because I said yes to writing the book that took me like four years from point of conception to actually freaking doing it. Cause I was getting in my own way and I was freaking out about it. Once I did that, it's like the floodgates opened and all these other things just started happening as a result. So everybody's just got to get out of their own way. And if I can, you know, play any role in, in helping you do that, that would be the ultimate privilege and honor for me. So, um, yeah, jennyfennick.com slash puzzle if you want that. And just gutsygalaxy.com if you want to join our community. Awesome, Jenny. Thanks so much. Great brand, great message. Thanks for taking some time to share your knowledge, your wisdom, and your expertise with Bidzy Small Business Society. You take care. You do.
Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, if you're looking for a service provider or a local professional, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, if you're looking for new customers or a way to expand your customer base, sign up for your 30-day free trial today at Bidzy.com. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. Go to Bidzy.com for information and resources on how you can grow your business. Support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy Small Business Society today. 